Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Before we get into the interviewing of the uh, crews, I've been asked to announce the attendance figures for this weekend. A total attendance figure of 17,740 people, comprising um, 6,412 hearty souls today, 6,212 uh, yesterday, and 5,090 on uh, Friday. So, uh, congratulations to the promoters, Bathurst Regional Council, and of course, Yeehaw Events. Um, Another interesting figure that you might like to note was the uh, success of the inaugural live streaming uh, on the net of, uh, of this event, which went very well, very smoothly, and we had 20,160 viewers. Apparently that succeeded uh, or surpassed the cricket today. And I, know <laughs> and I know from listening to the commentary that we were getting um, uh, viewers from around the world, so um, uh, that one effort uh, really helped to put the Bathurst 12 hour on the map. Of course, we must uh, thank at the beginning of the event also uh, Armoral and all our sponsors this weekend for uh, their support in putting on a sensational event. So, congratulations, of course, to, um, to all our winners. Uh, first outright. Uh, Repeating the effort from uh, 2007, uh, Gary Holt and uh, Paul Morris, uh, without Craig Beard uh, this time, but instead uh, John Bauer, who I think put in a, uh, a sensational performance this afternoon, full of guts, full of speed, full of determination. Very, very good. Desmond, David Wall, and uh, Trevor Simons uh, also came through. Uh, a fantastic performance. Uh, I don't think, however, that anybody really thought um, it wasn't going to be a Mitsubishi that won this afternoon, so uh, it provided us all here in the media centre, and I'm sure the uh, spectators out there with uh, um, a very interesting climax. Third place, Neil Crompton, Glenn Seaton, and uh, Mark King in uh, Bob Pearson's uh, uh, Evo 10, and a nice result for the product team after uh, a challenging 2009. So, um, I think I'm going to open it right out for questions. There's plenty to ask. It's been a, an incredible day, and I'm sure that some of you are ready to rock right in. Go ahead. I don't think uh, I could say what was going through my mind <laughs> in, uh, in mixed company, but uh, it wasn't pleasant. Uh, we, uh, we had a bit of an incident, I don't know what was going on there, obviously it must have disappeared. 
Yeah, Paul said on the radio he's auditioning for a drive. Was he with Paul? So maybe that was where he's going. We have a bit of humour in our team. Hey John, scary moment when uh, the Evo on the straight, when you pulled out, it looked like you were pulling out from us, and the group of cars, and there's a slow Evo going down the straight. Yeah, yeah, I had a, a couple of moments. Another one at the top of the hill with uh, Peter Hill's Evo. He must obviously have an accident or something. The track was three quarters blocked, so I nearly hit him as well. So well, yeah, it was a pretty interesting day. I've been coming here for 25 years, I suppose, and uh, I don't think I've ever seen a tree fall down before. <laughs> <laughs> and the chainsaws come out. No. So uh, I guess that's what makes it, you know, it's a special event. It's, it's quite different to the other races that are on here, and uh, yeah, I think it has its own intriguing. Um, uh, I think the only thing that really is missing is, is a bit of motor industry support. I mean, Holden have got to be commended for that because they're the only one here, I think, really, maybe Alfa Romeo's. So, uh, you know, the Mitsubishi's of the world and the BMWs and Subarus and all that, they all stand on their hands. So, I think that's it. Well said, Jay. I guess I like can follow up that. So, would you like to say something controversial? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I can follow up that answer though by, uh, by probably telling, asking Gary, the owner of the car, to, uh, to summarise the team's day, the Eastern Creek uh, International Cuts uh, team day, and particularly what you thought was the, uh, was, was the advantage, if you like, of, of your car, as I said. That's what was, not predicted in conditions like this, and a not real or a real wheel driver would win the event. You were there and really strong in the end. To be careful, I don't know is that the uh, car has a problem with uh, the G sensor, and when it's in the drive, um, it's pulling the accelerator out of the car. So when you light up the G's, um, you know, the, the, Got 100% throttle. Uh, you foot down, but it's only uh, operating at uh, 50%. So it's a little praying, praying for the rain. Um, we're praying, praying for the rain. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, not all citizens. We're praying for, for the rain, but not to be um, not to be torrential rain. So uh, that worked in our favour. As Paul said, you know, one lap you can be, you know, on a hot lap, and the next lap you're three or four seconds a lap slower. And the driver's doing the same thing, so um, it's got a mind of its own, unfortunately. Some other questions? Well, the one I want to ask is of the Alfa Romeo team here. Um, you were the first on the scene. Uh, everybody else was well around the track, uh, behind the safety car. You were the first on the scene. Um, when you came out of uh, Forest Elbow and found a dirty big tree. Um, yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting. But, uh, I thought the biggest hazard we were going to see was a kangaroo, but uh, uh, yeah, it was a bit sore. Just looked around at the water and backed off. And, you know, there was no flags out yet, there was just people running onto the track waving their arms. Just hung around it. It was just something different to do. How much chance did you have to pull up? Oh, please. Yeah, please. Well, you could see it coming over the other side of the track. Just so we didn't have a coffee machine. <laughs> Some more? Question for Paul, if I can. Paul, you're in the car when you uh, obviously would have heard that the race was going to finish under the yellow flag. 
Tell us, mate, you had a fair bit of body language during the day. We saw you inside the car getting pretty exuberant. What was going through the head? Um, yeah, I was sort of mixed emotions, really. I knew uh, David was probably on paper about a second and a half a lap quicker than I could sort of go. And, and uh, it would have been a hell of a race if it had gone green, I can tell you. So uh, there might have been a wall in the wall. <laughs> but, uh, we never got to find out, unfortunately. So, uh, it could have got interesting. It would have been a hell of a race. There was a competition today for the line of the day. I think you just won. <laughs> we get David's response to that. <laughs> yeah, no, look, there's no uh, real response to that. I'd like to uh, have a V8 supercar drive one day, so I'll keep it nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, we, uh, we, we were hoping for the last couple of laps towards the end there to, have, to throw everything at Paul, but uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. We'll come back next year and hopefully have another go at him. Uh, went for uh, <clears throat> one for Glenn and, uh, and Cromley and, uh, and Kiki. I'm off to Boys, it was an interesting day. Um, you know, you started off very strongly, of course, and um, uh, had a couple of setbacks, went a lap down, came a lap up, went a lap down again. Tell us about today. It wasn't was an educational day, but uh, i got to say, thank Christ for safety, guys. There's a fair bit, but uh, no, the car was pretty strong. Like uh, really, it's been strong all week and it's strong in the wet. And um, we had a little mechanical problem that uh, lost us a few laps, but uh, the guys did a great job, um, keeping it circulating all day. And uh, in the end, we found a way to get Bob on, Bob's team on the podium again, just like last year. And the same number car, 35, which was last year. What was that problem? Uh, Turbo actuator. Wheels, take count. Yeah, um, product guys, you had a lot of problems on the race with the car falling up. Um, what, what were you doing about that? Bitching on the road, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Yeah. yeah, JB and I drove a BM up here a few years ago and we had a broomstick with a squeegee on the end of it, which ended up under my feet. So I was thinking we should have had that. So it's about three feet shy of the mark to be able to do anything about it. Um, it happened twice to me out there, so. Uh, Nothing you can do about it except eventually when you can't see you gotta come in and that's what happens. Some other questions? strategies and whilst I'm on strategies I'd like to congratulate Paul Morris because I tell you what he's a real good strategist. He is truly. Yeah. I mean without Paul you know looking at it in a visionary way I don't think we'd be sitting where we're sitting so uh, when he decides to stop driving which he shouldn't do for at least 20 years uh, you've got a big future in the old you know strategy thing. <laughs> you give yourself a job. 
So uh, that was just a very emotional thing. I mean, I don't think I've ever been through so many things. Races stopped in the middle of it. So you turn the car off, the bloke's getting out, going to the toilet, you know. <laughs> getting back in again. And it's pretty unusual. <laughs> was that in the pits or up the top? No, that was up the top. It was on the track. <laughs> and I said to one of the marshals, she's on busting for a leak. And he said, oh, well, you can get out. There's a toilet over there. I said, no, they'll start the race again while I'm out. <laughs> So you got some photos? <laughs> Were you up there? I don't know, I didn't get out. Do you have a telephoto lens? Yeah, come on, So long ago, I can't remember <laughs> what it was like. Uh, only because the track, any any twelve-hour race that you win is is pretty important. I reckon, pretty, you know, it's it's a, it's an achievement for the whole team. So, but this track is obviously a special track, much more special than say it's the creek is. So, yeah, I guess so. And uh, you know, Gary and Paul was uh, and his team of people was company. With it. I've never laughed so much in my life as I have this week. So. I've had a terrific time, so that's always got to be good, doesn't it? Congratulations. Thanks, man. Question for Matty McKeldin. Matty, the only class winner in the Utes, but thoughts going through your head when you heard that the Holden Ute had gone out and that you guys were leading the pack. What did you think? Uh, well, he was my teammate, so I had to be, uh, of course, apologetic to the guys, but you know, it's, a weird, it's, a, it's a weird feeling because you, uh, you don't want to... Just want to do the best you can whenever you come to Bath. This is my, my first time here, so uh, I think my Ute career is now done and over. I've uh, done one race, one in the class, and that's it for me. So I'll walk away. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was sad for the guys because, to be quite honest, they had the pace in the Ute class today. The car was bulletproof. Ryan Keller did a, a, a um, timing change, so you know it was sad for the guys. But um, you know, we'll take the win.
another event like the six hour or Teresa Creek or something like that? I think so. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, I was now I'm about to go to the kids to plan for them and ask them to go and shoot the time. But hopefully, yeah, I'd like to do some more stuff too. Thank you all again at the Armour Hall Bathurst 12 Hour in 2011. Thank you very much.